and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal Agenda series. Joining you across the foreseeable future of the transfer window, bringing you all the latest Arsenal news, interests, links, talks, bids, etc., etc. I'm joined this morning by Uma. How are you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Yeah, I'm good, TC. You speak about transfers. I don't think Arsenal need the number new number nine after I saw what I witnessed yesterday with your penalty kick. But I mean. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're, very, you're very flattering, but uh, I didn't score in any of the seven aside games, mainly because I was playing at the back, to be fair. Um, but uh, I did drift a bit, and we scored. I don't know if you see Charles Watts uploaded a video of goal of our right. uh, of our team goal that was quite good. Every outfield That's player good, getting yeah. a touch, Arsenal very style. Um, that the was Arsenal very, very way, good indeed. yeah, it's like the Arsenal. Yeah, way. the Arsenal way. We were playing that way, indeed. But yeah, if you want to watch, uh, want to watch, we score at the Emirates. You can do that. There's a couple of videos up on the channel, um, and uh, there'll be more coming. So thank you ever so much, everybody, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time as always. Do drop a like, subscribe if you're new. All of that good stuff as we try and uh, work our way towards uh, eighty thousand subs. Uh, we're nearly at seventy-five thousand, which is unreal. But yes, uh, keep. Keep on doing what you're doing. We're here to talk about transfers. Uh, Omar, Declan Rice, it seems even though there's all this interest from Bayern Munich that he wants to stay in London and that Arsenal remains to be his preference. Good news. And I mean, when it comes down to kind of batting away interest from clubs like Bayern Munich, that, probably, that surely is like a representation of where Arsenal have come in recent years. Yeah, definitely. I think if Manchester City uh, were loitering um, within this deal, I'd be slightly worried to be honest, but even though it's Bayern Munich, they're a massive club, etc. I spoke about it the other day. I just don't think something's not right at that football club right now. Um, a lot of outgoings in, in terms of the hierarchy. Thomas Tuchel, his future is uncertain. I know there's been talks that Thomas Tuchel has been on the blower. He's been ringing um, uh, Declan Rice, uh, trying to get him to come to Bayern Munich, but it seems right now that Rice doesn't want to uproot his family. Um, he's happy to remain in London. He, he's 24 years of age. He's settled. Um, he'll still be working under a great manager, Mikel Arteta, um, at a great football club, which is competing now um, with the likes of Manchester City, which is back in, in a big competition in terms of the Champions League. So, yeah, I think you'd like to hope that everything is pointing to Declan Rice uh, signing for Arsenal this summer. I also think that these continued links with Bayern Munich could also be West Ham looking to drive up the price um, looking to get more teams uh, on the table because they probably realise that Rice's heart is set on Arsenal. But from a business sense of view and point of view, they're probably looking at what um, Shakhtar got for Mudrik, £100 million, pounds, what yeah. uh, Jude Bellingham is potentially going for um, in terms of that move to uh, Real Madrid. So from a business sen sense of view, you probably understand West Ham's point of view. Look to get the, look to get the most money uh, for, for their prized asset. Um, but yeah, I think I'm confident, even though it's Bayern Munich, I'm confident that if it was... Um, Arsenal competing with, with the German Giants. I still think that Arsenal are in poor position to get him. I would be slightly worried again if Manchester City were on the table because then that's a different ball game. They can offer so many things in terms of financial package, um, wages, uh, hefty ones uh, to Declan Rice, um, trophies, etc. So then I'd be worried. But even though it's by Munich, again, great pedigree, great club. But I just think right now Declan Rice's heart is set on Arsenal. Yeah, me too. I think um, 
every single kind of thing we've heard about this deal and you know every kind of whisper around it as well is that it's a case of as soon as the conference league is over and West Ham have finished uh, whether they've won the final or not. Arsenal will then, you know, really accelerate their plans to to try and sign him. But uh, uh, Tom in the chat says, Cam Rice be more uh, fleeting on his feet than you were yesterday down at the Emirates. Harsh, Tom. Very harsh. And let's be honest, if he isn't, I don't know why we're spending £100 million exactly. on him. So, uh, yeah, he better be. He absolutely better be. But, you know, there's, there's still I see people, you know, saying that they wouldn't, sign rice or they say he's not worth this amount of money like i saw west ham um they put a tweet out um yes i think it was yesterday was uh, it, they, they, they do a full parking or something like that they it's did like painted. a full like breakdown of declan rice's stats did you see it it was uh so no, yeah declan rice 22 23 yeah. most possessions won 334 most interceptions 63 second most ball carries 702 third most distance covered at 412 kilometers fourth most successful on passes 151 ninth most tackles 79 like that's an unreal level of like you know defensive capability from him like surely he's the perfect shield we've needed for that back four yeah, he's a top player. He's honestly a top player. Like from what I've seen of him in the last few seasons, he he's West Ham's best player. Uh, last season, when they were um, flying in the Premier League, they were doing well in the Europa League. He was fantastic. This season, West Ham have not been the best domestically, but in Europe again in the Europa Conference League final, great great for their club. And again, he's been instrumental in that. But when I watch him play. I think there's more levels to come from Declan Rice in a better team than West Ham. There's no disrespect to West Ham, but if he was to come to Arsenal, I could see him improving on that output in terms of goal contribution, assist contribution in the Mikel Arteta team. I think the system would just suit him. I think he's very versatile. He's comfortable playing in uh, the number six, the number eight position. But apart from that, He's very young. He's 24 years of age. He's got that uh, personality that you want from a midfielder. And I liken it to uh, when Arsenal signed Saul Campbell um, all those years back. Like They signed a player that was on the top of his game and they were competing probably with, with a lot of clubs for Saul Campbell's signature. But we managed to get that over the line. And I think... This would be similar if you were to get Declan Rice. I know we've had great players in the past where we've signed uh, in terms of Mesut Ozil, Alexis Sanchez, etc. But this would, for me, uh, top them because there's no offence to Ozil, Sanchez, etc. But when we were going for those players, um, their clubs like Real Madrid, Barcelona, they were willing to allow them to leave in a way. West Ham United are in a predicament that they don't want Declan Rice to depart. He's basically, if they don't allow him to leave, He's going to run down his contract and he'll depart on the free. But there's there's so many clubs that will want Declan Rice because he's a standout player. He include the biggest clubs we've just touched on. Bayern Munich, Real Madrid in the past have been linked with him. Chelsea, Manchester United, Manchester City. So if you were to get a player like Declan Rice over the line, which so many clubs want and are interested in, I think that would be a huge statement and it would show where Arsenal are at these days. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I can't get my head around the uh, like how anyone can still underrate what Declan Rice is as a player. He's absolutely top um, and certainly will be at the club. Fingers crossed uh, for next season. Um, Gunnar Jake says, what's the cut-off price before we move on from Rice? Um, you know, I don't... It's tough to get into like the plus 100 million figures. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you think that... Do you think it will start going into those kind of figures? No. I think 
I, I know there's been talks of 125 million pounds. There's no way mm. hell West Ham are going to get that for Declan Rice, and there's no way Arsenal are going to pay that as well. I think they'll come to uh, an agreement in terms of um, just under 100 million pounds. So you're probably looking at 92, 95 million pounds. So I think that would be where Arsenal and West Ham agree a fee on because, again, Declan Rice will have his heart set on Arsenal. And I think it'll be it'll be a bit difficult for a few weeks um, negotiating here and there, but I'm pretty confident that, that it'll come to an agreement. Mm, yeah, me too. Uh, I'm hoping that we'll be able to get him for slightly under that £100 million price tag. I think the fact that Jude Bellingham's going for what seems to be just slightly under that 100 million price tag plus add-ons of course you know may help because initially we saw those you know those reports saying that the they rated him higher than bellingham so you know if that if if bellingham are going for like 150 million euros that's what they'd be asking for declan rice so hopefully we see um that price tag come down significantly um marcus says you heard it here first who my reckons 90 to 95 million we flipped it up (laughs) (laughs) If I say something, more often than not, it's always wrong. So oh, I'm the same. Like, like I'll say something. Like I said then, just a few moments ago, I was like, um, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, we'll see Declan Rice set up at Arsenal next summer. That'll get clipped. You know, it's tribal true. footballer writing an article about it as we speak, you know. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, where did it go? Is, uh, any news is news. Um, let's move on to potential other targets. Elia Wahi, the uh, Montpellier striker. Uh, now, Foot Makata have reported that Arsenal are even preparing a bid at this moment in time. I love it when um, outlets go really out the way to kind of go as far as they can and push it. But yeah. preparing a bid is, you know, it's pretty out there. I mean, considering that Arsenal. No, from my perspective, you know, a striker or a forward is not on the agenda at the moment. You know, the focus is all on midfield and defence. So suggestions that we're putting a bid in have surprised me a bit, bit, um, to be fair. It's not to say they're not true, but from my side of things, it's only the midfield and defence that are the priorities right now. Do you know much about this, kids? I don't. I'll be honest. I'd be lying if I said I did. Um, But when it comes to the transfer window, there's always media outlets linking us to a whole host of names and i think right now i look at these young players that we're linked with that are just come in um to light um could be talented players but i think we're in a position where we're not looking to bring in um talented players for the for the future in my eyes like if there's a standout player like a wonder kid i wouldn't be against it but when I'm looking for strikers or when I'm looking for midfielders or defenders, I want players that are now ready-made and that, that are ready to go and compete with Manchester City. It's no offence to um, this player, but I don't think Manchester City or Pep Guardiola would be uh, worried if we signed this striker, to be honest. And it doesn't really make sense from, from our point of view because if we're looking to buy a striker from um, the French League, We've already had one which has been a success in the past year and we're apparently allowing him to leave in terms of Balogun. So there's so many if, buts and maybes, but I think this this story might be a bit fabricated, to be honest, because um, we're, we're going to be linked with a whole host of names and I, I, just, I just can't see it happening. Like, if we're looking to buy a striker this summer window, I, I, I'd like to see us potentially target players that you, you've spoken about in the past, Kolo Mouani, a player I like. Dusan Vlahovic is potentially in the market. Someone that can come in straight away, make an impact. 
And I think if Arsenal, again, want to compete for the Champions League next season, want to compete for the Premier League next season, players for the future are not essentially going to work for me right now. We need players that can come in straight away and make an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's a strange one because like, we've got our own Liga top scorer in yeah. Balogun. Uh, like to let you know to, to allow him to leave and then to try and sign this this other kid as well seems a bit backwards. Did, did you um, see that link with um, Andre Gula? I mean, links. Are the good? Yeah, the the young Turkish um, yeah. talent. He's a yeah, talent. I, I, he's a he talent. is a talent. That's that's the kind of like young signing yeah. that I would sort okay. of expect to see rather yeah. than Arsenal spending 30, 35 million pounds on a you know, a young centre forward when I don't know why that fits. But, you know, a creative midfielder is something that Arsenal have wanted. And so mm. he looks an interesting profile. Um, we'll continue to follow that up. Now, I've got some digging to do on that story today. But, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting one, that one. And we'll see how that transpires. But uh, Arsenal keen, supposedly. Um, moving more in-house, William Saliba... Reports yesterday morning from Marco and of the Sun suggesting that uh, Arsenal are shocked. I think the terminology was with the the wage demands of of Saliba. Uh, a good friend of mine, Harry Simi from the Chronicles of Gruner, has reported himself that he understands that that's not the case, and that 120k per week offer was apparently the previous offer, yeah. and there's been more since then, which I have no reason to think Harry wouldn't have good information on that. Um, what do you make of this story? He deserves it. He, he deserves to be one of the highest paid players at this football club. Because for me, if we were to allow him to depart this summer, it would be one of the biggest mistakes that this football club has made for a long, long time. We've got a player right now at our football club that I think wants to stay at Arsenal. I think he wants to stay at Arsenal. He wants to be um, playing for Arsenal for the upcoming years. But he wants to be in a place where He's valued as well in terms of the financial package. And I think he deserves to be in the same bracket as Gabriel Martinelli in terms of Bukayo Saka because he's proven over the last season that we've just experienced that he's a top, top player. And without him, we struggle. We struggle a lot. And from a financial point of view, it doesn't make sense to allow a top defender like William Saliba to depart and then you have to look to spend 60, 70 million pounds on a replacement that, in my eyes, probably won't be better than William Saliba, if I'm being completely honest. Because I look at William Saliba right now, I think he's one of the best, if not the best, young, young centre-back in world football. And he's got so many years to improve on that because he's still a baby uh, in terms of age. Like He's so young, but he's got that presence about him, that aura. And I think if we were to allow him to leave... Like, I'd be fuming. I'd actually be fuming because he. I just. I don't even think he's asking for crazy amounts of money. I. I. I I'm hundred percent sure, and I believe that he's not asking Edu Kronke, the ownership, that listen, I'll stay at Arsenal if you offer me three hundred thousand a week. I don't believe that. I don't. Yeah, believe I don't that. believe that either. Yeah. He just wants to be in the same bracket as Bukayo Saka, Gabriel Martinelli, and you're looking at what. 180,000 a week, 190,000 a week. And that's mm. fair enough. He's not asking for the world here. So, yeah, I think Arsenal, um, the ownership, etc., they need to come to an agreement. I don't, Like I said, I don't think William Saliba wants to leave this football club. But again, his agent um, himself, his representatives, they want their player to be valued, appreciated. And I think what he's asking for is more than fair enough because, again, 
if he was to leave, I, I, like drop me centre-backs in world football at his age, which are better than him right now, which have performed at a higher level than him. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. I know someone's probably going to put in the comments and going to make me look like an idiot, but I, I can't think you of any. You do that yourself, son. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I can't, I can't think of any. So, yeah, no, I think I, it'd be crazy. I, I can't. I mean, Delict obviously used to be kind of the young centre-back that I'd look to, but, you know, I'd, I think I'd, I wouldn't swap him for Saliba. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else. Bremer's done well at, at Juve, I think, but not. I don't look at him as, as the level of Saliba. Sandra Martinez, I suppose, is, is a good young talent as well. Um, but I, I, yeah, Saliba is the best young centre-back in the world, in my opinion, uh, and has the capacity to be the best centre-back in the world, period. You know, it was potential. It, whatever Arsenal have to pay to keep him is going to be less than it takes to find a player that is close to being as good as him, plus their wages as well. Like, if, if he wants 200 grand a week, I'm paying him 200 grand a week. Yeah, and I, I did an article on this yesterday, and I had people saying to me, "You can't just, you can't just give in to the demands. Otherwise, that's what any player will do." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, but you know, Balogun, for instance, you know, Balogun has barely played for us. We put on reportedly around forty thousand pounds per week mm. when he signed that new deal with days left. We basically gave in to some of the financial demands that he had and his representatives had." And since that deal, we've signed Saka to a new deal, Gabriel to a new deal, Ramsdale to a new deal, Martinelli to a new deal. You know, on wages that are reflective of their standing in a team that are competing for a Premier League titles. It's not affected our capacity to uh, to extend. It's not affected, you know, wages going mad because they're reflective of players in the stature that they are. And if Saliba is going to be the starting centre-back for Arsenal, a side that are in the Champions League next season, and of course, hopefully competing for a title again, you've got to pay them the big money. You know, £120,000 per week is no longer the big money. Like, for reference, I I think if you look at some of our wages on that £120,000 per week... Is Enkete on 100 k and Ketty is on 100k, there you right? Go then. Yeah, and he's, he's not even a starting striker for Arsenal. Cedric is on 100k. There you go. Kalasanach was on 100k. There you go. But you can't give William Saliba <laughs> 120k if you're putting those guys on that amount of money. Exactly. You know, so you need it needs to be reflected. I don't believe it is 120k the offer. Mm. I trust Harry's information in particular with that. Um, certainly, I know that we'll do our best at FL to get the latest on it as well and report it if we do. Um, but Wages are one of the most, you know, poorly understood areas of reporting notoriously because there's so many add-ons and base values and bonuses and, you know, so much that it makes it almost impossible to know the exact amount. SpotTrack are a pretty good website when it comes to kind of wages, but even then they don't have things accurately. Um, hmm. You know, they've got uh, they've got players like um, where's that? Gabriel Magalhaes, for instance, still here on 50k a week. Now, I know <laughs> that that new contract is putting yeah. way above 50k a week. Yeah. Um, I don't know where Aaron Ramsdale sits on this list either. Apparently 61k and I'm sure it's now higher than that after his brand new contract as well. So, we'll wait and see um, what happens. Um, but when you're paying players like we're paying players at the moment, you, you have to reflect their wage and so... Yeah, uh, Saliba's and his reps have got all of the reason in the world to ask for a significant pay bump and uh, Arsenal should be doing everything they can to uh, to try and renew him. That said, the other part of the discussion, which is probably where we'll end the show today, is I saw a number of tweets, I'm writing about this for an article this morning, saying around how they're worried that the loans that we sent him on 
are going to impact his view of Arsenal when he looks to renew. And I just think it's rubbish, personally. Yeah, I disagree, yeah. I, I've, in, there's two quotes I've got. I mean, there's more, but I only found two, so I think two was enough. He said in September, which was only a month after his, you know, his first start for Arsenal in the league, he says, when he was asked about if he felt at home now, he says, yes, for sure. I am at home here. I like London. I like the club. I like everything. I feel at home here. And then in January, after the North London derby, he said, I'm so happy here. The club is speaking with my agent and me. The only thing I can do is focus on my football. I am so happy here. That does not sound like a player that holds grudges about loan spells. Does, no, you know? no, like <laughs> the loans as have been good for his development. They've aided mm. him. It's, it's the reason why he's such a good defender. And I know potentially maybe in hindsight, he, he could have done well if he was still at Arsenal, but football doesn't always work like that. On the flip side, imagine he came in because our team uh, during the previous years, they weren't the most stable of teams, if, if we're being serious. There was a lot of issues in this squad. And those issues could, could have affected William Saliba in, in many ways. But Mikel Arteta, in my opinion, he brought him back at the right time. Um, and it's not like Mikel Arteta get, like, put him on the bench for one week, gave him a bit of time to get accustomed to the league. He played him on the first match day of the Premier League season against Crystal Palace. And since yep. then, he's played him every single week. So what yep. does that show? He knows what a good mm. defender he is. I'd be, I'd be a bit cautious if he brought him back into the team, brought him back into the fold, um, kept him on the bench for a few weeks put him in and out of the team and then I'll be slightly worried. I'll be like, okay, maybe there are issues uh, with Saliba and Arsenal. But the fact that he brought him first match day of the week against Crystal Palace and continued playing him since then on, I think it shows that Mikel Arteta, how highly he rates him. But yeah, every time I watch Saliba play for Arsenal, it's like he's a fan and he is an Arsenal fan. You've seen his pictures growing up, the way he celebrates goals, the way he defends, puts his body on the line. So, yeah, I disagree with that as well. I think Arsenal fans are probably slightly worried in terms of where the contract um, situation is going. And I, I don't I don't uh, blame them in terms of that. But I think it's a bit unfair to basically blame it on Arteta and say oh, the loans are probably the reason why William Saliba is going to say, OK, look at me. I performed uh, so great for you this season and I'm going to put it back on you and I'm going to leave like... It's, it's 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 he's not a baby he's not a baby and he's not going to do that he's a grown adult so he just wants to be valued he just wants to be appreciated and he just wants to get the salary which basically he deserves and i think that's right absolutely um it's going to be a you know it's going to be an anxious wait and that's without a doubt um hopefully we get an answer soon on this um the club have been confident for a while and uh yeah we're looking we're looking at it uh Rance pumpkin says sleeper is gone he's still angry at for things that happened two and a half years ago <laughs> and i'll tell you i don't know if he's being sarcastic <laughs> he is being yeah. sarcastic yeah yeah <laughs> you, you just never know um, no, you don't. You don't sometimes. Text can be deceiving. Um, yeah. But no, I, at this moment in time, I'm not yet, you know, losing my marbles about Saliba. Yeah. At the end of the day, no player, and I'll always say this, no player is ever going to be bigger than the club. You yeah. know, yes, it's going to be very difficult to replace them, but you, you can't... Um, you can't just go all end of worldly and apocalyptic if you know if, if a player ends up leaving. You know, players have left clubs and gone on to do brilliant things. You look at Chelsea with De Bruyne and Salah, and yet they've won two Champions Leagues. You know, and 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 things like that. So you aren't beholden to one player. 
Um, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. And and don't insult Rancid, uh, <laughs> you know he's uh, he knows what he's doing. He's being he's being sarcastic. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us in the chat box. Really appreciate your time as always, Umar. Thank you for joining me this morning. Much appreciated. Yeah, and thank you everyone for commenting and liking. Absolutely. Uh, do leave your thoughts down below on anything we've discussed today. We love reading through your comments afterwards. And uh, if you've enjoyed the show, do drop a like on the video. Uh, if you're not subscribed and you're watching on Facebook, make sure you hop over to YouTube and subscribe because uh, we need uh, we need your help getting all the way up to, to 80k. It'd be great by the end of this season if, who knows, maybe we could be on 100k subs. That would be an unbelievable achievement. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, that that YouTube play button would look great on Omar's wall. So uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's see if we can get it. Thank you, everybody that's tuned in we really appreciate your time as always and uh yeah we'll be back soon have a fantastic day and keep following us down the arsenal way oh, yeah!